Hey, hey, welcome to CHS Daily. It's Mr. Cole. I'm honored to be this week's. Yeah. No, yeah. sorry, today's, right? Today's. Why <laughs> we we might as well. You, you know, why don't we? What are you, you doing should. tomorrow night? Yeah. <laughs> so, probably nothing. I mean, this is like, the, this is a dead zone time. All so right, that sounds perfect. good. Our first all week yeah, guest. Okay. Podcast first weekly guest. <laughs> this is going to go big yeah. time eventually. And it's already big time enough. So I want to be. You know, I, I think that's really a smart good. move. I, I, I love it. So, yeah, totally. Mr. Cole, thank totally. you for coming on and uh, and tell us what uh, what have you been up to in these crazy times? Oh my God, I have been doing a ton of um, home like quarantining, right? So I've been quarantining. But when you quarantine in my house, it basically involves playing outside <laughs> with a first grader all the time. <laughs> so. So quarantine hasn't kept me like inside the whole time, which is strange because um, it should have, but it didn't. And that's by <laughs> the key to my success. So I, I've i been in my at my house in Burlington, where I live, and um, my son's in first grade. My wife is also working from home. So we have a two-bedroom house, condo, tiny. And so we're all like doing our thing together and trying to exist which means it's really <laughs> helpful if i can get outside and so i have so i've been doing remote teaching you know i take I, sometimes i take my laptop outside with me and i remote yep, teach outside I do that. And my students have no idea mm-hmm. it's the biggest yes right That's it's awesome. the biggest secret right yeah so we do like we do my son has a homeschool schedule which is basically um like a lot of worksheets so we're trying to do other things besides that but he has Zoom meetings and things like that with his teachers, and that's cool. But we do a daily bike ride, and that's the best thing ever. So every morning, about 8.30, we go for like awesome. an hour. That's cool. Uh, that's, bike ride. that's awesome. Uh, and that's that's the best thing, and that's good for him. And hour and a half is not, uh, like, it makes you sound like I'm a total, like, bike fiend. Like, we don't bike that entire time because we're not crazy. But we we go and, like play at the beach and then we go like have do frisbee at another park um and we end up running into some people and have a socially distant conversation and and then we get back home and then we sometimes we like do some school stuff about like we might write something about what we did on our bike ride sometimes we just go right to our zoom meetings because i'm like <laughs> oh no i've got to go to a meeting and <laughs> gotta have that's, to a, that's kind of a solid morning though yeah wait yeah yeah it sets I up your day really I'm nicely. curious now. So uh, what are first grade Zoom meetings? Like, what do those look like? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of the teacher telling, um, like, Dominic <laughs> to turn off his mic. Like, that's mostly it. Yeah. Yeah. God bless him. Cutie. He's super cute. That's great. I can only, I can only yep. imagine, like, the yes. chaos of a ninth grade. Yeah. The ninth grade Google Meet chaos. Yeah. But then you make that first graders yeah. and it's like, wow. First graders. And you got a lot, like, a lot of adults in the, in the mix because there's, like, a classroom teacher and, like, maybe a couple of paras and a librarian and different adults. And then um, you've got these kids who are, like, um, un- unmuting themselves to be like, hey, do you know I have a sister? Like, <laughs> and then like 12 minutes later, I'll be like, can I tell you her name? Like, and the poor teachers are so patient. They're wonderful. They're just like, oh no, sweetie. Oh my there. goodness. <laughs> Elementary you know? school teachers have, they are like yeah. saints. They're saints. They're saints. Oh, They're yeah. saints. They're oh, way better yeah. than we are. I'm so, or me anyway. But like, 
you know, I get, yeah. I'm just like, I have no idea how you're doing it. And then, like, my kid will want to say something because they raise their hand and say, my kid will want to say something. So then he effectively mutes me. So then he'll be like, Dad, be quiet. Stop talking. I'm going to unmute. And I need you to be quiet so they can hear you. Just stop talking. Wow. I'm like, okay. That, I just can't yeah. imagine, like, th- they are going to be – that's, like, bragging rights forever, too, because how many other first graders have ever Zoomed? No, None. None. Zero. I know. I know. So yes, yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of. Well, we know how to do Zoom and Google Meets, and we're <laughs> yeah, we got some skills. That's, that's that's what we're learning. That's really what we're learning. I taught. I like made an email for my kid because I was like these these um, invitations are driving me crazy. So like they all go to like his email, and we lo- we he has a Chromebook, so we load it on his Chromebook. That's nice. It's very grown up. Yeah, that's wow. that's crazy, man. That's crazy. When I was in first grade, I was worried about like not eating crayons, not zooming with people. So yeah, yeah, totally. And fun, I know. Fun fact: Bowman still is really worried about not eating <laughs> <Yeah>. crayons. <laughs> we worry about it too, for him. But you know, but Mr. So Cole lets out. me be myself. So at department meetings, if I'm eating a crayon, mm-hmm. he just keeps rolling with it. So. That's why I'm there. I come after. <laughs> Bowman's. Bowdoin's exactly. eating a crayon. Mr. Martin is practicing scissor twirling. God knows what Mr. Parker is doing. Ooh. Welcome to a CHS department. Yeah. Lord knows. <laughs> department meeting. And the only other what thing, a beautiful thing is Hammond is just rolling his eyes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I am talking, That's then true. Mr. Hammond is guaranteed rolling his eyes. His out. eyes are in anything. the back yeah. of his head. <laughs> that man has the most powerful eye roll you have ever seen. You can seen. feel it. Like you feel a breeze yes. when he rolls his eyes. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh goodness. (laughs) I hope he listens to this episode. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And I've known Mr. Hammond since we were in college. Like we worked together. He tells this story sometimes. We worked. He was my boss when I was 19. Wow. Summer job. Wow. Yes. And the eye roll has been present ever since I've known. That's great. What was what was this summer Forever. job? He tells the story better than I will, but we worked together at a tennis camp for really okay. rich kids. <laughs> and and Jeremy, Mr. Hammond, was um, a counselor at the camp and a breakfast cook. Okay. And I was like his prep breakfast cook. In Vermont, right? And the summer, yep, in my hometown. In my hometown. And it was for really rich kids, and you'll he he's like I said he's better at telling the story, but the 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 most prestigious guest that was there when we were working together was his mom. Wow! Oh my god! Wow. For real, Whoa. for real. So I had I had very limited interaction with her because I just was in the kitchen all the time. But he was a counselor too, so he mostly he I mean he had he had like he had to like engage That's with her crazy. at different points because wow. he was That's a camp counselor, so, so they did activities together and. Yeah, she was like, uh, you know, she was like a early adolescent. She was like the fact that Mr. The she fact that quiet. Mr. Hammond rolled his eyes at the president's daughter <laughs> gives me so in, much happiness. In the yeah. presence of the That's president's insane. daughter, seriously, unreal. Of course, at the time, we just thought he was like someone else. <laughs> well, yeah, he was just the guy on The Apprentice, right? He was just that guy. Not even. Oh wow! Before The Apprentice, it was like his hair was a little back. more on the brown like, side back then. Yeah, right? it was a little. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was like the nineties. Well, when you said it, when you said the tennis club was for rich kids, Ivanka, you didn't think that. Yeah, that That rich. Wow, that rich. The real drama was that Donald Trump wanted her to to arrive in a helicopter in the middle of the soccer field, in the middle of Northern Vermont, and. Because it's just easier. She can take the helicopter <laughs> from New York. To, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, totally. You know how it is. Right? A problem we all face. Yeah. Right? First so the camp problem. director was like, camp director was this really cool guy. And he was like, there's no way. He's, he has, he's no longer living, I don't think. Um, not because of this, but, but he said no. And I was like, I remember thinking, like, that's the guy who stands up to Donald Trump. That's amazing. He said, no, you, you can't do that. It's a small town. It'll be too disruptive. So she landed at an airport in Stowe. There's a of tiny course. airport in Stowe. She landed there. She took a full stretch limousine <laughs> through these wild back roads. <laughs> and I remember when, when the stretch limousine pulled up and she just oh hopped out. And we were like, okay. Like, that's the only time a limousine's ever been on some of those roads. Wow. And, and barely made it through. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> That is the best story that has been told on this podcast. Yeah. So happy. My pleasure. Wow. My pleasure. The, the thought of Mr. Hammond like being in charge of you is a weird thought to me. Yes. And, yeah. And then you throw Ivanka Trump in the mix. Like, yeah. Totally. I can I can picture him like Mr. All Hammond through. talking to Donald Trump and being like, "Look, man, I really don't care." <laughs> right. I really don't care. And. I'm gonna roll my eyes. Yeah, to show that I'm going to right. tell you, Andrew. Yeah, just you. watch. Oh my watch. goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Trump did not come to parents' day. Oh, that's so well, bad. say that there are other really rich families whose parents showed up, but he did not. Well, I mean, he he couldn't land his so, helicopter. It wasn't, it wasn't convenient enough. He obviously. Yeah, yeah. He may have. He very well. He sent Alec Baldwin have. back to them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh goodness. That, oh, goodness. That's awesome. That is that is an all timer story on the CHS. <laughs> I think he's already booked for <laughs> for next week. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, right, right. Uh, well, hey, Mr. Cole, we got to do. Let's do a rank him. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So sure. I'll do my best. Uh, so Albright, you have an idea, but Mr. Cole, if you have ideas, we're all. I have we're no all ideas. So. I'm I'm ha- I mean it's the end of a weekend I've literally like been through like chaotic like weekend with I just had I just had like a two hour meltdown with my kid about writing a, uh like a thank you note to a neighbor <laughs> like it's just weird like I can't I have no idea yeah I mean like then I was like why am I fighting you about don't write the thank you note yeah right forget it like I can't remember why I wanted you to do it. Like just forget it. <laughs> but he, but he was confused. That's how, yes, I mean that's how parenting really works, right? Like we're outside the other day and my two year old's like, Can I take my shorts yes. off? And I'm like, No. Then I was like, Why am I saying no to you? Like, go for it. I don't care. Why do I care? Yeah, do yep. it. Have got go for it. <laughs> yep. You're at go the age it. where you can get away with it. <laughs> I always have because growing like I live in a very um Beth knows where I live, but I live in a middle of a like a condo development. So there's a lot of people mm-hmm. around. I always have, and I grew up in the middle of the woods near this tennis camp in the middle of the woods in the Northern Vermont. I always have to be like, is this a Burlington <laughs> issue or a Crassberry issue? <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, cause if this is a Crassberry hometown issue, like no one would ever care. So that's my perspective. And that's a good school perspective too. It's like, 
is this like an issue because I think someone's gonna be, have a problem or because it's a really problem? <laughs> it's probably not. Really See, the a best problem. part is I yeah. do that same thing in my head. I'm like, is this a grand aisle issue or a cold? <laughs> yeah. issue? Like, yes. I do that. Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm not crazy. <laughs> you're not crazy. It's actually a Usually good culture strategy. For me, both really of is. them are cold chest. As it turns out, you're don't brilliant. Care either way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's it's so. That's it's so tough. funny because sometimes I'm just like wearing like I'll be like doing like yard work or something like that and I'll be like gross and disgusting and I'll be going somewhere and I'm like, should I change? And oh, I'm like, yes. well, am I staying on the island? <laughs> yes, I'm good. Am I not? <laughs> no, I have to change. Like it's the same. Yes. It's real. We feel you, Mitch. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, yeah. I think we should rank children's books. That's my that's my idea for this. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. yes, great okay. rank them. Could we great do rank could we include like okay. series? Of children's books? Yeah, I was having a conversation okay. with Maureen earlier, and we, like, sort of ended up going anywhere from, like, board books to, like, middle grade books, I guess. Her dad ended up in the conversation, okay. and he's a so, fifth grade okay. teacher. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give this okay. something that, like, a, an average, like, fourth grader would be able to read and below. Does that, like, does that work? Um, I got a feeling this one is going to, like, repeat itself at number one a lot or at least be on people's list but where the wild things are Ooh, good, uh, good book good book amazing good book. Book. Good book i always have memories of my mom reading that to me um and my grandparents actually like got me the copy when i was a little kid and they still have you know they're like hey here's this you know 2005 little written thing in it um so that's a special thing to me um and like just a great book like I remember re- getting that read to me so many times that I can probably quote more than half the book just off memory. Um, and I loved it every single time. So awesome book. I love it. Um, yeah, just, just perfect. Um, number two, I'm going to go the night before Christmas. Um, because another thing, like I have a pop-up book of that. Um, another thing that I got as a little kid. And just as a fun little thing, my mom and I still read it every year on Christmas Eve to keep tradition going. Um, That's awesome. So, so both of those, you know, family memories take the top one. Least favorite. That's tough. Yeah, it's hard. That's tough. I feel like I kind of naturally forget every book that I like Mm -hmm. didn't like as a kid. Because it probably just didn't like stick in my head. Yeah, you just don't like it. It's forgettable at that age. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not going back and rereading books to, like, see which ones are bad. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, I am not a children's book connoisseur. I don't know, man. I, don't, I can't, I, I just can't think of a kid's book okay. I don't like. Hmm. All right. That's fair. I mean, this is a tough one, like, with foods and stuff, like, it's easy to have a least favorite. Yeah. But I, uh, right. what, if, what if we change this rank Unless someone has a least favorite they want to talk about, we could just go top three. Okay. Like top yeah, two. I think we could okay. do top three. If we're going top three, what's the one the about hungry the caterpillar? caterpillar? Hungry, hungry caterpillar. <laughs> hungry, yeah. Hungry caterpillar. Good book. Yeah. Good book. Good Solid. book. I, I am not ready to go yet, okay. so I need someone else. To I, go. I could go. I, Albright probably has the most, awesome. like, probably has the most educated response. You know, to this Mr. Cole's on well, here. I'll go right? anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> Albright, I, yeah. Albright and Cole are parents <laughs> I don't and know about English this. teachers, so Albright and Cole are going to be our experts. For yeah. Um, 
Number one is Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. Oh, great. One of my favorite all-time books that I would, like, read with my parents all the time. Um, Second is the Magic Treehouse series. (laughs) That was, like, such a fun series to read. Um, And third, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name, but it's the girl who solves the mysteries with the photographic memory. Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. Or Cam Jensen. Oh, that's a good book series. I forgot about that. Love that, Nancy Drew. That's that's a good pick. I forgot about that. (laughs) That's crazy. I'd never I have not thought about Nancy Drew in like a hundred (laughs) years. And what are the kids? Is it the boxcar children that solve mysteries? And the Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's a mystery series, yep. Yep. And the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah, I I read the Hardy Boys a lot too. Um, hey, does Goosebumps count as a sure. kids thing? I sure. Guess, yeah. yeah, okay. I think I read those in early middle school, yeah. Um, all right, I'll jump and in. And you're in uh, love with that movie. Yeah, I love the <laughs> you work. You worked it into the T-Rev curriculum. Like, come on. Dude, Goosebumps is a, it's an anatomy of a revolution. Like, the monsters overthrow... They're no, no, like, take over. like to me, it's it's impressive that you were able to pull that <laughs> off and like get it approved. Unless you're just doing under the noses of we did like, it during AT. <laughs> absolutely under. It was during under AT. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Miss Barron no walked deal. in one time and we were watching it, and she was like, "Oh yeah. my gosh. she's totally supportive That's of that true. kind of thing." Yeah. <laughs> Still didn't get on her radar. <laughs> Yeah, there she are other knew when. Yeah. Miss Barron, if you're listening, we uh, that did not happen unless you. Also, Miss Barron was aware that we played video games during AT one time with children across the double classroom. Oh yeah, the Madden sure. tournament that was fun. Sure. Yeah, me and Justin Dettilio were playing Madden. Speaking of AT which, Bodwin, you and oh, I need to man. play again because I I enjoyed mopping the floor with you, and I need to play some more. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, back to children's books. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Goosebumps one, and I'm gonna go. Werewolf of Fever. Okay, I was gonna. I was gonna make this my favorite Goosebumps. Sounds great. Uh, Number two, I'm gonna go. Oliver and Amanda. Remember that series? Never heard of it. To be honest with you, it's like two little pigs, and they're like siblings, and they're like. I don't know. They, they were nice. They were cool. Oh, there's um, kind of a newer series. I think, Albright, you probably know what it is. It's like a pig and an elephant. Yeah, it's called they like go back pig and, and forth. And oh, elephant. yeah. Gerald and Pig. Gerald and Pig. That's, Gerald and Pig. Yeah. Is that their name? Gerald, I think it's called Piggy and Elephant. I thought they had names. Piggy yeah. It's, it's Mo Willems. They're right? pretty funny. Because I've had to read that, that yeah. at Ace during like, reading time. That's actually a really funny yeah. series. They are funny. They're really funny. Yeah. Oh wait, I changed my mind. It's not Oliver and Amanda. It's Max. It was two animals. It was Max. Oh, and Ruby that I, I think of. Uh, that sounds from that sounds Max familiar. and Ruby. Yeah, Max and so Ruby. So Max and Ruby. They're too. rabbits. They're a rat. Is it Ruby's a yes. rabbit? Yes. Okay. And uh, that was that was a good show. And then or a good book <laughs> and show. You and have to have third, read it. I'm going to go with. Um... <laughs> no, I did read it. I read them. Right, right. They're fast reads. <laughs> Very quick. <laughs> And third, I'm gonna go with uh, the Magic Treehouse books. Nice. Yep. So that got me into like social studies a little bit, visiting different times. Wow, there's stuff. a lot of culture. Yeah, culture, yeah. history, stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
You, go for it. Tell me when I, I usually should go. go last. You, Albright, Albright likes to go last. Go for it. Okay, <laughs> good. Uh, I'll, <laughs> fine. I'll, you just tell me when, and I can. Do it. We have a lot of um, very weird <laughs> traditions, like Mitch going first and Albright going last. Yeah, we're well, just like you know, it's we're. Like, it's like going to someone's house for dinner, and you're like, I know I should sit in the place where no one right, else sits. Right, right. I know no one has assigned seats, but like you always do sit in the same spot. Right. So yep, Mitch, that's Mitch exactly just took the head of the table yeah. and didn't look back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, it worked. Hey, I'm an only child, man. That's that's how it goes, you know. Of course. What can you do? (laughs) Um, Okay, so I will start with I've made a short list. It's great that you let me have some time. So I made a little list. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, I definitely love Where the Wild Things Are. Yes. You know, I'm right there with you, Mitch. Like, I, that's one of my favorite, but I read it to students often, like every year in, in 11th grade English. But I read my kid, like I have it basically memorized. I mean, it's just like I love it, and and I love it because it's such a good story about like empathy and like getting in the shoe, like having to get into the shoes of someone else who is like struggling to like make things work. Um, forgiveness, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. And I was never that kind of kid. Like I just never, I never. I mean, my parents <laughs> might say something slightly different, but like I don't remember being that kind of kid. Um, and I really, um, as an adult, really identify more with it than I did then. I identify more with the idea of being like kind of on the outside of things sometimes um, than I did when I was a kid. So I, I just, really, I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant book for adults too. So love it. That's one of my. They made a favorites. live action That's movie, awesome. I think, and I thought it was. Pre- I, I thought it, it was. They did creepy. make a real, like a real movie. It's a, and it wasn't like very it didn't it took the book in a totally i thought it was kind of creepy because so really one of them like turned the evil and like ripped his arms off it got yeah. really weird oh god yeah it got really okay weird. no 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 we're, we're yeah just stick with the book yeah we, yeah. we love the book yeah. yeah yeah another um pick of mine was um okay it's between a couple different ones i really love um an air carl that's book a good one lonely firefly and it's a really good one. It's just really good. And so uh, my kid went to this place called the Firefly House. So I started reading this book because it was like at the Firefly House. And, and then I just like, now I just love reading it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a well-written, like, like lovely story about like this Firefly who finds its way. And I love Firefly. It's just a cool, it's beautiful. It's also beautiful. So then my third pick is a book by Richard Scarry. Who, if you know, like Richard Scarry is like super great illustrator, and he and his wife wrote a book, um, like in the '60s called "Good Night Little Bear," and it's so good. And as a kid, it was one of my favorite books. My kid loves me to read it to him, but when I was a kid, it was my favorite story. It's basically about a little bear who cr- climbs up on his dad's shoulders at bedtime, and um, his dad pretends to forget that he's there, and he <laughs> looks all over the house for his kid was on his shoulders the entire time and it's just like at the end you're like did he know did he not know (laughs) you know it's like of course he knew but let's we'll all pretend he didn't know for the duration of like looking he looked under the couch and under the like chairs and in the spare room and couldn't find him and as a little boy i thought that was the funniest thing ever i love it so it's a good it's a good story and the illustrations for richard scary are really Richard Scarry is the guy who did like all the books about like vehicles and cars. And he like he started his uh, illustration career in the army 
illustrating manuals in the army in oh, the wow. 60s. And then he became a children's illustrator. So he drew all these crazy like tanks for like animals and like really cool illustrations. So he's great. Uh, Albright, what do you uh, got I for, think uh, I'm going to go like slightly older books. I, I, I don't know. Like I read a lot of stuff at like the wrong age, you know, from when like other folks did. Um, and I'm going to go with number one was Anne of Green Gables. But like all eight of them. Oh uh, yeah. Like I had the like little box set, and like Whoa. number seven was my favorite, which is actually about Anne's kids. Um, and I had a lot of old stories like that when I was little. My wow. grandmother always bought stuff like that for me. Um, and I really liked Anne because she was plucky and spirited and getting in trouble and just not your typical female mm-hmm. character. Number two, I'm going with Redwall. Mm-hmm. You guys ever read any of? Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a fantasy no. series, and they're really no. long. I mean, they're like 800 pages, but they're like aimed at like middle grade kids, and they're fantasy like warrior stories, but all of the characters are animals, like mice and badgers and rabbits. Um, and they're like really like inspirational and kind of pack a punch, like a lot of fun to read. Uh, and then number three, I'm going to go Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, great. Great. Um, all right, Mr. Cole, I got one more question okay. for you before we give you the final okay. question. That <laughs> oh, we give to um, what do you miss most since you're the humanities oh. department chair? What do you miss most about our humanities <laughs> oh. in person? Or what is your favorite or what is your favorite part about our Zoom okay. meetings? Um, I'll say the meetings in person, and I really should say the Tamas <laughs> eye roll, because that would be, like, the perfect, <laughs> the perfect, like, bring it all together kind of story, you know? Like, oh, that's what I missed. Um, but, but really, yeah. like, Zoom meetings are tough. And just yeah. being with people, I mean, probably other people are saying this too, but, like, literally just being in the same room with people so I can, like, pick up on like you know like i literally the day that uh, my internet went out and i was having i was running the department meeting ben you were there too like like the internet went out and i went like three minutes i was pontificating (laughs) about something and i was like finally i was like amanda hughes has not moved i was like how is she smiling i was like it's so supportive and kind but she's still smiling that's crazy and then i looked down at my little you know my status bar i was like oh crap Oh. <laughs> like, when did this go out? You know, like somebody text me next time. That's really right? funny. Like, that so I funny. just like I like pick up on. I mean, I'm reading body language all the time yeah. and facial cues. Right. The hardest thing about all of this right now is like, especially when I'm out with people in public and wearing masks. I'm like, I can't tell what people. If people are like, everyone looks angry to me. I was like, I don't know what it says about my frame of reference that everyone looks angry to me in a mask and not everyone looks happy. But like. I can't tell like what people are, how people are feeling. It's hard for me to respond. Yeah. And so I just really miss being with people that I'm helping to. Yeah. I, I agree on the mask thing. Like that's, that's something I'll be in the grocery store and I'll like smile at people that walk by and then I'm like, Oh wait, yeah. they can't see me smiling to them. Why am I? Yep, I do that thing? same thing when I'm like, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I've gone it's on like so runs weird. on the bike path and usually but, like um, you just wave at someone when they go by and then it's like I just have to wave because they can't tell if I like smile at them or anything. Yeah. 
Whenever we have math teachers on, department meetings always come up because Rick Martin is famous for spinning scissors during his department meetings. I have no idea, by the way. That's amazing. And uh, and I was thinking, the thing I miss about our department meetings is Emma Godding and Katie Lennox looking at each other. (laughs) So say, like, Beth and I will be, like, talking about something we do at T-Rev. And Katie and Emma will be, like, planning their next American (laughs) lesson (laughs) only with their eyes. Or let's say, like, next week's american lesson just put it out there yeah. like it is yes well you know really i guess you know if i'm being like really really i'm not gonna get too real here but more real than my previous answer it is like what i love is that i always look to teammates to tell me like where the other teammate is it's like yes so yeah. if ben's not there i look to Beth. i'm like where is he where's it or if yeah, katie hasn't gotten true. there yeah i'm like oh well, yeah where, where is she? <laughs> we always know where they yes are. i'm all i'm like it is like how i don't know it becomes like a parental role really quickly like, yeah. go get your sister no, it's, it's... i asked you to be here right now and then suddenly like everyone's in trouble right like and it, it's a dynamic that's, i have to work against true. because i know it's happening love it love it well hey mr cole we don't want to keep you all night but we have one last question okay. to ask all of our okay. listeners um do you have a final message that you want to send to the CHS community, to the senior class, to anybody in Colchester? Yeah, I mean, to all of us, really. I mean, anybody who wants to listen. Um, and I'll keep it short, too. But um, when, try. When, um, when we first went to court, the school closure, I shared this message with my 11th grade English students. And I quoted um, this old Vermont poet who's long since passed away named James Hayford. And he wrote a poem, like, in the 60s, maybe, called The Principle's Growth. And it's basically about uh, being a tree. So my message is, be a tree. And the backstory there is, in his poem, he talks about uh, a tree being flexible, but rooted in the ground. And that's what you got to do every day, but especially in times like this. Especially in times like this weekend, when it's the world is seems like it's falling apart be a tree be flexible bend but don't snap sway and don't snap that's what the poem says and um that i come back to that a lot like often flexible be sway and don't snap and what it takes is blood or sap is what the poem says so be a tree that's a good one wow great words i like that yeah that's really awesome yeah we're sure, sure it is. One up to uh, a lot of people's final message. I like that. Awesome. No, that is. <laughs> um, on this pod, everything's a competition. I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Mr. Cole, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week and a uh, great rest of yeah. the school year. Since yeah, I can't over. wait to be like face to face with Same. all of you. Someday. Amen. Someday. Here, guys. Take care, Mr. Cole. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. So much fun. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, so we got a loaded episode. As you guys know, we just had a great interview with Mr. Cole, and now we're bringing Dayla in your superlatives on this Tuesday for you. We're going to start with Russ. Russ, Russ probably got it as a joke. Well, what's funny is that I don't know what anyone drives, so I would love yeah. to hear what everyone drives as as we go All through right. this here. 
Um, okay. So I'm actually going to start. Last time I was doing the wins first and then the honorable mentions. I'm going to start with the honorable mentions this time. So honorable mentions, we have uh, Graham Bertone. What's okay. Graham Drive? Yeah, his is, his uh, is like a Wells, Forest right? Green uh, Honda okay. Civic, like a 2001 or two. I think. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah actually, I know. Wills, yeah. Caleb Cody, <laughs> also an honorable uh, mention. He drives like a souped-up Subaru. Oh, he. Yeah, I think. I think he. All right. Humor, right. Oh, yeah. they have a whole gang of people yeah. who like trick out their Subarus. Gotcha. Yes, uh, we've got Ella Boardman Wolf yeah. with the with the punch buggy. Yeah, nice. And oh, Nicole Emmons. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she has a Jeep. That's all right, a, so nice they, they all got honorable yeah, mentions. Our yeah. wins go to Shane Mabel. Oh, he has a he has a really <laughs> old Volvo, and he yeah. loves it, and it's actually a sick car. Nice. Well, also Shane, until he was told by someone to like someone at the school, I don't know who, like told him to take it out. He drove around for like two weeks last year. Oh no! Kim Jong Un in the passenger seat, like a life size cutout. (laughs) And one time he was following me into school, and we were at like the Bayside Light, and I looked in my mirror and just saw Kim Jong Un (laughs) in the passenger seat of this car behind me, and it was the freakiest experience I have ever had. Fantastic. All right, we still have uh, a few more here. Yep. There are a lot of nice cars, or apparently were fun cars. Uh, Neve Kalane. Okay. Oh, oh Neve nice drives a, truck. a truck. All right, I'm going to guess nice Hunter truck. Baker also drives a nice big yes. truck. Okay. Very, very loud truck. Yeah. Okay. Hunter Baker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hunter's truck. You can. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. <laughs> I, I asked Hunter. He told me he got a new truck, and I was like, "They're calling Prius <laughs> yeah. trucks these days." And he got really yeah. Cool. That, that Speaking would, of that Prius, would, uh, I don't know if Russ that would do is it. coming up. Hey, Russ is coming up exactly. <laughs> so Russ drives a Prius. Russ drives a beat up Prius. Oh, the not only does Russ drive a right Prius, color. but Russ what? drives a <laughs> no. So. Russ drives a Prius that has run over so many things, um, mainly to, yeah. through the doing of his older siblings. I will give him credit. <laughs> Russ has hit one road sign, but that was it. Um, but um, so, like the front from like the wheels oh, no. forward is kind of just used to be a lot of duct tape on that. Boy. And our winner in the category, uh, Brooke Barrows, had the most votes in that category with the, with the Mini Coop. Oh, that was... Yeah, she drives a Mini Cooper. (laughs) Best Instagram feed for those who are current seniors. Uh, We did have a crushing win here. Uh, Annabelle Erdman, who who apparently goes to Spain every other weekend. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Well, she yeah, did a she study abroad last year. Yeah, she did a study abroad. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That makes Big sense time. for an Insta feed then if you're yes. traveling. Yeah, her, her, uh, we've her, got her, uh, a few other wins with uh, Emma, Louise, and Bella, and then honorable mentions for okay. Lucica and Lauren Tebow. Uh, next category: lives for winter. He does. He absolutely does. He's going to win. 
uh, as do Grace and Emma. Yeah. Yeah, Grace, uh, Grace yep, races that is, pretty that sure. Is a well, yes, that's she a does. very fair list. Yeah. Yes, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we have honorable skier. mentions for Becca Manley, Jesse Thompson, and Katie Mazza as well. Nice. One, yeah, most likely to be seen at Duncan. I'm going to be honest. I would have voted for Jake <laughs> Robears, but that yeah. would have go for any fast food restaurant, like, anywhere. Well, Mitch, you read my mind. I was just going to say, Jake Robert Yeah, but Jake doesn't go to Duncan. Drive to for Taco Bell yeah. No. No, no. He's not going to well, Duncan. Jake will go to Duncan. <laughs> Duncan Duncan yeah. in Middleton. Like, he'll make it a well, Yeah, he just, he just wants to listen to music and have, like, a nice ride. The <laughs> One time Strobel came down and I was eating taco. I was eating a quesarito from Taco Bell while giving directions to students in T-Ref. And Strobel walks in and he's like, he's like, why do you have Taco Bell right now? He's like, did you warm that up? And I'm like, no, it's fresh. It was just made a little while ago. And he's like, how did you get it? And I was like, oh, Jake Robert. He knows my order. He, back. he already knows my order. And Strobel looks and he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, was like two steak understand you, and then just walk down <laughs> So we were talking actually about Dunkin' Donuts, not about Taco Bell. Yeah, we didn't even name who got it. Come on, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So no, we didn't even uh, name we've got an honorable mention here uh, for Elise and Brooke, and then our wins go to Sierra, yeah, Lexi, Jenna Reynolds. Neve and Julia Dragon because she works there. Julia's made me a Dunkin' Chino and Donuts three times. Um, come out very nice. So Julia makes a good Dunkin' Chino. It's good to know. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. All right. That she does. We've got a few more categories to go here. Most likely most likely to leave Vermont and never come Beautiful. back. Beautiful. So, uh, we've got an honorable mention here yep. for Jenna Reynolds. Uh, Courtney has a win. Okay. As do Neve, Caitlin yep. Richardson, and Gabby Berthium. Yeah. Oh, right, because she went to Ireland. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about Gabby. Yeah, Gabby might yeah. be. <laughs> Gabby might be coming back. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going to Ireland she for school. Might leave the continent for good. <laughs> uh, on the flip side, we had most likely to leave Vermont, and now we have the most likely to stay in Colchester. Uh-huh. Colchester. And Colchester. Alex, I think I put, Well, I mean, I think I've, I've told people that I want to like I'm going to because you're want to come back and teach in Colchester, so that's probably why. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah, wrong with it yeah. at all. Well, for that reason. <laughs> and people listened because you won. <laughs> hey, look at that. All right. Yes. I got something to my name. Let's you go. do. So uh, you won that as did Jenna Walker and uh, Elise. Of course, you got an honorable mention there. Nice. I know, seriously. Yeah, that's, that's good for us. That is absolutely good for us. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, we'll take it. AD, I'll I take like the, the way that they place think about it that. versus the way that we think about it is so different. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
All right, three more categories to go. Uh, the most stamps in the passport. So who's going to travel the world the most? Uh, crushing it was Annabelle Erdman. Um, I think Gabby, too. And she also won, as yep. did Blake. Nice. And honorable mention goes to Emma Corvo. <laughs> Ironically, yes. Uh, most of Vermonti is our next next category, uh, and we have a couple of honorable mentions, uh, which is funny because Neve and Courtney Rushlow were both given like, I bet they'll get out of here awards, <laughs> but they got most Vermonti awards. So um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, okay. that's, I feel like honestly, Maggie's probably like, also on this very, list for the cow sad. suit on Vermont Day. Uh, she didn't make it, actually. Wow. Yes, I oh. did not realize. Yeah, the cow suit. Yeah, she did. should have, though. That's true. Uh, but, so, yeah, even Courtney got honorable mention. And for the wins, we have Elise, Jacob Roberge, Hunter Baker, and anybody? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> really, guys? Come on. Tim Abley? Oh. It's none other than Andrew Iani. <laughs> of course, of course. Most likely to be internet famous. Yeah, let's do it. Probably Russ or oh, wow. Beatrice. Russell Chase. Because I, I put know Russell she, for this one. I don't have TikTok and I don't ever. Oh, Bea was it, internet famous. I'm pretty sure she always would brag to me about how she's trying to get TikTok famous. Oh, well, Bia had a TikTok really? that got like over half of the dude. Yes. Well, it was a one her boyfriend made okay. of her that was almost oppressively wow, shocking. going all Hollywood. But very on us, sweet. Bodwin, it would. It, Bodwin, if you could picture an Ethan Schmidt TikTok, it would be exactly what you would expect. <laughs> Mitch, the crazy thing is, is I've actually seen a bunch of Ethan Schmidt TikToks because, oh because Bia shows them to me whenever he makes them. They're so funny. Bia runs into my classroom and says, Bowman, look at this TikTok That's I made. Great. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but no, it's, All right, so it's, in terms uh, of like, credit to both of them. I mean, who actually got mm-hmm. voted in and won here, uh, a <laughs> honorable mention went to Beatrice. Lauren Tebow, Haley LaBelle. Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, Annabelle. Oh, yep. Godfrey. Haley sings. Ah, uh, yes. yes. She swore Oh, Godfrey. And then for the win, we've got Bella Miller, <laughs> Rustika, who apparently has a great online presence here. And then Blake Rusher, who is apparently already famous yep. on TikTok for counting schleets. Well, hey, Dela, thank Excellent. you. Excellent. I've got uh, Biggest Night Owl, really uh, most likely to be a teacher, and most likely to have Double Life as a superhero coming your way. Well, uh, crew, I think uh, it's time for us to get into our, uh, our Laker love <laughs> for the show now. So I got my three letters in the mail from teachers. Technically, I got them from four teachers, so that was pretty cool. Um, but shout out to Miss Rutz, uh, Mr. Bodwin, and the two Gagnes. 
which was really cool because I haven't uh, talked much to Mr. Gagne since middle school, and it was good to hear from him again. Um, and they also, like, are huge Office fans, so, like, that's, like, another <laughs> cool thing we got to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Loyal pod listeners like, remember we, the third we episode throw, ever. We'll throw Office quotes at each other, and it, like, won't even be a big deal. It's, like, a different language for us. Um, and then shout out Miss Rutz also because I mentored in her strategic <laughs> math class a couple years ago. And I don't know, the other guy is like, he's whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it his, sounds like, kind of, I don't think his card was just blank white. It didn't even have the, the Laker forever thing on it. It was just like an index. It was just an index card that said like, Hey, what's up? Just checking in on you. Thanks. Bodwin. <laughs> anyway, shout out to those people. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Cole for coming on. Um, I think that he has been really great uh, to have as a department head during this time. Uh, he has been putting up with Mr. Hammond's antics, uh, but also, which we talked about on the show earlier. I'm just kidding about that. But, um, but no, we have a really big department. Uh, there's always a lot going on. There's always a lot of decisions to make. There's always a lot of uh, just a lot of stuff going on, and I think he's been really great in handling that. Um, and to throw it back, when I student taught at Colchester, uh, Mr. Cole treated me like I was a fully licensed independent teacher the entire time I was there from day one. Uh, and that that uh, went to great lengths in making me feel welcome and confident as a teacher. Um, so I want to thank Mr. Cole both for what he does now for our department, but also um, for being one of the first people to make me really feel at hey, home. At we were talking about him, so I'm going to give my shout out to Jacob Robert because I kind of miss him. And we're talking about his like food trips to extremely ridiculous places for food in the middle of the school day. Um, and I can't stop thinking about like when he was in my study hall last year, I think. Yes, last year. Um and we would sit at the table, and it would be me, Bodwin, Roberge, and Chase Carey. And Jacob would disappear, and he would go to Guilty Plate for breakfast, and then he would text what he was eating to Chase, who would then show it to me, and Jacob would get in trouble because he'd gone to Guilty Plate in the middle of study hall. For all his antics, I'm very, very fond of Jacob. He will never hear this, but I miss you, buddy. Who I want to give some love to is our um, underclass awards night. Um, has smashed our single episode listening record. Um, and not only that, but a really high percentage, like in the 90s of people that have listened to it, have listened all the way through, which means they took the time to listen to the entire thing. So huge shout out to everybody that took the time to listen to that. Hope some of you guys may have stuck around and are listening to some more episodes too along the way, but Huge shout out to everyone that took the time to sit down and listen to that episode. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And we will see you tomorrow for a Wednesday special with two American experience legends, Miss Godding and Miss Lennox. <laughs> We're going to separate them. They might get stressed by that. They like to be together. Uh, see you guys. excited to bring them on and we'll get some more superlatives going too. So we will see you then.